before you get all high on being the adult, you're I'm like, not high on being the adult. I just think you're like the you know, you're like the boring adult that a kid's like, boring, dad. Thank I'm you for that insult. What? <laughs> Thank you for that insult. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. You are now listening to good, bad, or bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. My name is Bo Schwartz and we're here to have a conversation to make a foundation of some kind of deeper thought. I think that's how the slogan goes. Joining me today, as always, is Mr. Michael Hodgins. Hello, Michael. Hello, Bo. Hello, GBB listeners. Great. Uh, that's it. That's yeah, all I got. That's all you got. That's great. We love even if you have just a little bit, we love it. And speaking of a little bit, we also love love this man to little bits for his little bits. It's Mr. Crofton Steers. Hey Bo, that was good. Hi uh, GBB listeners. Uh Bo, I I think it's funny how you say, you know, as usual, as per usual, here are the two guys. I think it'd be really funny if one day you just opened the show and the two guys were like Snoop Dogg and Liam Neeson <laughs> or something. And instead of instead of Mike and I, it would be a worse show, but it would be entertaining. Yeah, it would be worse. I mean, you know, you don't want to hear. I've said it before. There's nothing worse than hearing a musician talk, and I and it's pretty much the same with actors, unless they're given scripted lines. It's like just just be quiet. I, <laughs> I have a particular set of skills, but they don't involve podcasting. No one. That's why you need a writer. You have nothing to say. That was that was pretty harsh on actors. Sorry, Bob. Yeah. Speaking of which, a lot of actors do moonlight as directors and writers and things of that nature. So some do. So uh, yeah, <laughs> like back at you, <laughs> Gibson, the finest Hollywood has to offer. Remember the Beaver? What? That was a Mel Gibson movie. You ever you ever see? You guys should Google that one. Hey, I learned an interesting thing today, and I, there's I don't know what value this brings to the show, other than you know uh, from Seinfeld, the famous Elaine quote, "Maybe the dingo ate your baby." Yes. That is a real thing, apparently, and I didn't. Yeah, know that. I knew that. Yeah, so there's actually some baby that went missing and was yeah, blamed yeah. on a dingo, I, I, uh, and some it's, prosecutor yeah. famously sarcastically said that but i had no idea i just thought it was a seinfeld thing and my mind was blown no so. it's uh when i was touring around australia it's actually a famous like they have a um a wikipedia article on it it's a famous uh australian trial and uh, i don't know any of the names or the details but it is funny like and it Bo, it is to that point a lot of those expressions, be it in Seinfeld or other shows, or like little things that you've just heard forever and you don't even think about, often have a foundation in some sort of story uh, that, or some sort of truth that you never knew about. I had I had a personal uh, Seinfeld related thing the other day. So I, on um, was it Monday? No, Tuesday. I can't even remember. A, a day or two ago, I was violently ill, like really retching in the toilet, ill. And I was just thinking of that. There's this episode of Seinfeld where he had a streak of 12 years where he hadn't thrown up, but then he ate the black and white cookie, and oh, the yeah. colors weren't getting along down there. <laughs> and he went and, and was sick in, the, and then sick in the toilet. And then George asked him, "How was it?" And his answer was, 
as good as it gets. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I felt after I was like my head in the toilet, just feeling in utter agony and pain and be like, oh, God, it doesn't get any worse than this. It was horrid. I'm over it Th- now. But thank yeah. you for that story. Yeah, well, was... everyone gets sick sometimes. Very what visual. It also made me realize, I, you know, I, I've talked about like sort of, it's like stoicism where the negative <laughs> things in life aren't always negative. So throwing up is a horrible experience. But horrible. I, thought, I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible. But for, for me anyways, maybe not everyone's like this, but like no, right after you're over the like, you know, your body's like, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to expel any more down for like about five or 10 seconds. I feel awesome just because I feel normal. And it's like to the point where it's almost like I feel high for a brief moment because it's like my body is not just like convulsing to get this. So it's like without being dredged down into that depth of discomfort, you know, coming back out of it makes you appreciate how good it is to just be healthy, you know, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I've got a great say. It may come like a saying comes to mind for you, Mike, that I think you really appreciate about stoicism is that if you're going to vomit violently, vomit violently. But if not, let's grab some lunch. That's just lunchtime. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm impressed you remember that. <laughs> I just, well, I remembered it mainly because the idea of lunch. vomiting and eating and vomiting and eating just amuses me. Well, yeah. so, anyways, so if we okay. haven't lost all our listeners due to those mental images that we were projectile vomiting onto their face oh. ears, let us run the machine. Hopefully that fumes like stealing my hosting job. Oh, this is two shows now. He's edging in on my territory of segueing. Segway. Segway. You're the one that's supposed to be speaking over Mike coughing. Because of the smoke and diesel fumes. Just hopefully Mike won't puke. Uh, the topic today is drones. Oh man, that's a coincidence because Jesse and I were my lovely wife Jesse. Uh, and I were just talking about that the other day. Like, you want to surveil your neighbor? No, it's um. There's been articles about how how many drones, how many like recreational drones. This is outside of like government and stuff. I'm sure, government's got a ton of their own drones. But like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to have like a remote control helicopter or like even like a plane that you can fly. Like every fly. kid wants one. I yeah, every, every kid wants one of those. They're so awesome. But now it's like it's a reality. There's all these things and like adults will fly them as well. And, and, and you have like these hover drones and almost ubiquitously now they have cameras in them. So people can – take giant artsy family shots and all that sort of thing. But then you've got all these drones flying around with cameras in, and that raises a lot of concerns as well. And uh, Canada Post here around Christmas time, Jesse mentioned this, They, they uh, when they run this sort of right to Santa type thing, and then uh, I, I'm not sure if it's Nav Canada or s- s- some organization monitors Santa's progress and tweets about it and this – and one of their first tweets was like, um, you know, lower your drones or something like that. Santa's on his way. You don't want to obstruct the skies and this. And it made me laugh because I'm like, who has drones? But then Jesse's like, a lot of people. And I looked, I did a cursory Google search and there was all these like articles about like how we're reaching like critical mass, how it was like a Christmas gift of choice last year for people. Everybody wants drones. I mean, some of them are pretty neat. When you talk about the, like, you know, you see these, like, all these ads on, you know, Google or Facebook or whatever. This I saw this one where it's like, it's like a wristwatch that you take off and then you just throw it up in the air 
and it just hover it goes and hovers somewhere and takes video of you and they kept showing these people like rock climbing and they're like halfway up this huge rock face and they're just like oh then they throw their watch off and it just hovers there and takes some awesome video of them no rock climbing on the that's awesome it's super cool they have a lot of these track and follow ones where you're going skiing going downhill skiing and you throw your little drone up and then you do a hot line and the drone follows you like your brother who's a that's crazy i didn't know that existed oh yeah you should check it out and i was kind of like he for any listeners, Crofton's brother is sort of a quasi-professional skier, and uh, and he makes a lot of videos. And I'm like, he's going to be all over this really soon because it is like right up his alley, and and it's pretty neat stuff too. Like I can see the appeal. It makes you think like, well, what am I going to do that I need a drone following me taking pictures? I'm like, oh, walking down the sidewalk. Yeah, if you want to get a coffee, that. that's where all my um, you know, Twitter updates are going to go. They're going to be pictures of what I'm doing throughout the day. I'm going to have <laughs> my drone. On, I'm going to have my drone on the in bus. The corner of your living room. All the, the, day. The, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's for the listeners at home. That's because Bo's in his living room all day. Spends a lot of time. Yeah, man. it's a shot at the fact that I have a small apartment and no other rooms to go to except the bedroom <laughs> and the bathroom, which I kind of don't want the drones going into either. Um, <laughs> hey, people want to know, Bo. But the people drone wanna... may want to follow me on the bus. You know, the, the, I, I I may. I don't know. Like what? It, so. There's some interesting ideas also associated with drones too. Is that um, if the, if we blanket the world with enough drones, we'll actually be able to set up like um, bridge internet connections actually to remote areas of the world and things like that. There'll be enough Wi-Fi power covering the Earth or parts of the Earth where there's less Wi-Fi. And some of the advantages to this, like in countries where um, you know internet, uh, certain internet traffic is blocked or just internet, you're just not allowed to have internet, then you'll be able to get it like ubiquitously ubiquitously because of dr- the presence of drones internet capable drones hmm. um because i don't know if they exist but there must be some drones with like wi-fi or capabilities of communicating well they all have some kind of like yeah. i think that's like the hover ones that follow you and the like military ones which kill people far away clearly have ability to communicate with the controller or something yeah remote control yeah, like like they pretty much all have some degree of communication, whether yeah, it's direct remote control or like a follow thing. So, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting concept. like it, drones are just super ubiquitous, and I don't want to I don't want to uh, harp on this too much, but like my kids, uh, my kid has watches this show called Paw Patrol, and it's about these five pups that are given uh, puppy dogs that uh, a 10 year old operates to protect a small town in lieu of a police department fire department or construction crew that's their tax dollars at work Mm -hmm. their choices whatever not mine but one of the dogs the police dog has an alternate outfit arguably to sell more action figures called spy chase his name is chase and spy chase has a certain amount of tools at his disposal that regular police chase doesn't. And one of them, I shit you not, on a school on a show dedicated for preschoolers is a van that launches a remote control spy drone, uh, which he continues, uh, which he uses to solve problems. Um, so I think that like they're normalizing drones. And this is – we've been talking about recreational drones. Mike mentioned military drones briefly. But um, – Doing a throwback way back to my artificial intelligence opinions on a, on a previous GBB. One thing that I am ir- perhaps irrationally scared of, Alice Stephen Hawking, who is also scared of this, is uh, AI eventually taking over. 
all of the Terminator movies. Um, and uh, having all these sort of like drones flying around the sky that can do all this stuff, like somebody takes over those drones, we're all screwed, man. Uh, related to that, did you hear that um, some Google uh, AI just beat the world champion at Go? It's still not resolved yet. I think okay, it's so a, Go. It's, it's over several days. You can both heard it, but. Yeah. What's Go? Go? I've heard. Is- I heard. A cursory about this but like so, not, go, yeah. so you know in the 90s or late 90s deep blue beat kasparov at a chess which was a landmark thing and it's essentially no one's beat a computer at chess since really i mean there's like question marks about like time limits and stuff like that maybe a human can still beat them if they had more time but people speculate that go which is this ancient Chinese game with like something like almost an infinite amount of moves or nearly there. So way more complicated than chess. And that for the longest people are like, well, computers are way long away from beating humans at that. But now, so like that's another landmark thing because people are like, oh, that's still a ways off. But it's maybe happening right now. I've and never heard of this game. I should figure out what it I is. I looked it up when I had, when I was looking up. About it's older than chess. Stuff. It predates chess. You mentioned that, Mike? Yeah, it's very yeah. old, and it's just like, anyways, there's, just, there's a ton of move possibilities. And since it requires a level of sort of creativity that's, you know, uh, a purely like mathematical processing machine shouldn't be able to beat a human at, but then it's like, well, you know, you're right, the right kind of, it's scary stuff. And, and to go one further, it, it started trolling the human while doing it. That'd so be- it was, <laughs> it was like, nice, oh, like- nice. <laughs> yeah. How you like that? Nice move. Did your mother teach you how to play this game? <laughs> All You're your like, God damn it. Belong to me. Uh, I yeah, wonder if it is, I, can- I wonder if it is possible of fainting because to me in a lot of games too, especially the more possibilities you get, it's less, it's less about calculating the best move and more about, playing against the player as humans do right you try and send false signals red herrings like you have stratagems that are intended to affect the person not just ex- do the rules so yeah um, I guess with- I, yeah i didn't i didn't want to side side it too yeah. much on the ai but i did i did want to just raise it as a point of the fact that 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 uh we're deeper we're, we're becoming less personal in the way that we approach war with these drones in the way that we um uh you know sort of like we're creating the sci-fi world that i imagined as a child um, and drones are are a part of that. Like all when you see like Blade Runner and you see the things flying in the sky, like or or even you know self driving cars and all this sort of stuff. All these things are coming yeah. t- to life. And it's, I just I just feel that the drones are ones that make give me greater pause than others. I guess. Well, I think that uh, no, I think that's a good point, and I think it is sort of it is sort of connected because the rise of things like drones, which are inherently require kind of computers and th- things to operate smoothly um and self-driving cars well that's a whole other conversation but like it's it's more like the the existence of drones is kind of like oh man the future is now you know like when you start seeing these things and it's one thing to think about i ai is like contained in some you know computer in some bunker in some mountain owned by the government or something it's another when you think like well we're creating the capacity maybe uh through uh through things that are essentially operate beyond our control, like through algorithms that we don't even understand things like how drones operate or how driverless cars operate. 
uh, and then being like, well, these things are out in the world now, mobile and able to do things. It's like we're it's like we're giving any future AI the arms and legs that it needs to do the things its brain thinks. And but whereas before, you know, if AI had come along in like the '90s, like, oh, what's it gonna do? Take over my shitty Chev truck? And like, we can't take over that. It's a piece of junk. It's got a carburetor. Or Plus, whatever. it needs dial-up. <laughs> it's like you know, but now everything's connected. Uh, everything is a computer in it. It, it, it does, you know. It, I think it's it's valid to think about those things as 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 connected. The AI thing and the rise of like, you know, mobile technology to, technology, which is going and doing things in the world. Like like, did you hear that Amazon wanted to do uh, drones for delivery to your backyard? Oh, I think I did hear. I read an article on that a while ago. Is, yeah, is that still on the way? Like, is, has that been canceled? I assume so. They know they're doing – Jeff Bezos is into SpaceX stuff. I don't know if it's directly um, Amazon-related, but setting up, you know, a space hotel and things like that with all that Amazon <laughs> money. Um, well, if you think about it, right, what kind of – what's the hey, best travel robot, destination? But, you know, people who want to go to space uh, recreationally. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the situation is on the Amazon drone, but certainly that is the most constructive use of drones I've heard. Delivery is a, a – pretty essential you know to our modern way of life but also benign unlike say spying on people or killing them <laughs> yeah. like even when you think of drones you think but, of like your wi-fi hotspot thing was not not too bad either that's true too that's a that's also a more positive use as well but you know so many of these technologies start with military stuff like when the like the internet started as a military thing largely it's a DARPA and it's, thing right what it was darpa thing right well, it was like I think there were some universities involved, but the military was quickly – the point is military is often on the forefront of these types of things. So it makes sense that they're using drones to kill people or whatever, and now you can buy them at you know whatever – Walmart or something. Uh, that's just sort of the flow of things. They have money to invest in technology, but it, it does sort of solve and seems to, like – when you think about things like delivering packages or like mail delivery, like if you can have a little machine that just goes and drops it in your mailbox, I mean, like, why not? Uh, other than be like, oh, it's destroying all these jobs. But that has that that has been something which has since the Industrial Revolution been a constant thing that turns around. Like there's every generation, there's another thing of like we're losing these jobs to this technology that's happened before, hasn't destroyed everything. It'll happen again. And so a lot of jobs are going to be lost to things like drone technology. And that's just, you know, what – like like that's just the natural evolution of things. We should not expect otherwise. Yeah. I I think that like we had a conversation about technology last time on the last episode, right? About how like – was it the last episode or the episode before? Yeah. About cons- on the consumerism episode. Did we do consumerism yeah, last? That wasn't really tech. Was it technology? Well, whatever. Yeah, well, whatever. But the point was that there was like some sense of like, you know, our advancements feel kind of invisible. I think, Mike, you were sort of drawing this line to say like, well, consumer, your your position was consumerism stagnates innovation. And um, here's this weird area where we're in fact like innovating, but it's not quite a, a, a consumer product yet. And And I wonder like, where does this technology go that actually becomes useful? Because the thing about drones is you can be a drone hobbyist and that's like cool and everything. But like, do we really need drones apart from the few case scenarios we talked about? Like as a, you know, like not buying one for internet. Cause that's like, that's an infrastructure thing. Like 
Apart from hobbyists, does anyone need drones? Like, am I going to get drones to do my laundry? Well, yeah. I mean, like, when I was talking about that lack of innovation thing, it's because people in, like, the 60s, they assumed that by the year 2000, we'd all have robots, you know, ironing our clothes and making us dinner, and it didn't didn't happen, right? Uh, It's probably still going to (laughs) happen. I mean, I'm waiting for my robot butler. I don't know about you yet. Uh, (laughs) I'm just going to hire Bo. (laughs) You're going going old-fashioned? I want a robot butler who eventually then will. will well, he'll be a cyborg him. butler once we replace his. Notably, lungs. that you know, human beings are referred to as drones when they you know perform important but and I hate to be pejorative menial labor tasks. Well, uh, no, not even. I am an office drone. There's, yeah, humans. Human beings perform drone tasks everywhere. Like that's a lot of what work is. Um, and, and already like robots do a large amount of our manufacturing, you know, and that happened decades ago, really. Uh, it's just like, like it's not surprising. And it's like and you're, to your question of do we need it? And it's like, what when has that ever been a reason? You know, because what we need is food and shelter, like, you know, and relative degree of comfort. That's what we need. And not, drones. Not much. <laughs> like, we don't need much. But that's not like that won't st- that won't stop us, you know, for a human. I'm not saying that's a good thing. In fact, you know, anyone who's heard me rant about things, I would argue probably more that it's not a good thing, but it's happening and you can't stop it. I would, I guess like going back to what I was saying about the sci-fi stuff, I, I find drones occupy a weird part of my headspace because I think of them in an majoritarily negative way like when i when somebody says drones or there's an article about drones and i click on them i'm already thinking negatively about it because it kind of represents or symbolizes uh the the dystopic science fiction that the stuff that i don't necessarily want to see the air filled with these these cameras that can spy on you wherever you know i'm not a huge fan of camping as has been recorded on the show before but if i was camping in algonquin park and there was a bunch of drones buzzing in the air above i'm pretty sure it would dampen the experience so like when when we mentioned stuff like self-driving cars virtual reality other things on this show that i have a tangible interest in and while i can see the negatives may be associated like a self-driving car will still be an arm or leg of the ai overlord that one day threatens to overthrow us it's definitely not occupying that negative mind space that drones does and it's because i think i just associate a lot of bad things with drones i associate like you know the killing of 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 people with bombing drones i i associate the invasion of of people's privacy with like photography drones um i read an article about this girl in vancouver who is uh, said there were drones like she filed a complaint with the city because there were drones flying outside her apartment and she could never she never felt like she could have the curtains all open you know and that sort of thing so this is the sort of headspace that i have with regards to drones even though i realize on paper, they're just like a practical kind of useful tool you can take or leave depending on what you need, right? It's just for some reason they symbolize bad, evil sci-fi to me. Yeah, but brought to life. Well, I mean, okay, and here here's where we're gonna where I'm gonna take it to that tropey old part of the conversation. A Skynet is coming from the Terminator series of films. In Didn't that- we pass that actual date already? I think we did actually. 
Probably. Well, James Cameron was wrong. All right, Croft will look that up while we talk. But um, uh, the point being that, like, I think that there's, you know, a certain, a good chunk of the population that has, like, a very, even though they used all this great new technology, they have phones in their lives, they have self-driving cars, and they're not self-driving, but, you know, they have parking, like, they have all these technological advances. You sort of grow mistrustful of relying on all this technology. And now we have this new thing where it's like, what if, what if drones become an integrated part of our life? I mean, is that a good thing? I mean, we're essentially sort of creating a, a, we're sort of creating dependency. We're building a world that's potentially going to have a dependency on these things. And I think we need to stop and ask like, well, I think it's too late because we're already using them in the military, but like, you know, like, is this a good idea? Should we think better of actually going down this path of, of using drones is, are we making a mistake here? I, I just, I think like so many technologies, there's the, you know, there's the overtly negative things you can, you can think. And a lot of them are like military based, like Crofton said, you know, drones you can use to kill people. And then, you know, mundane sure. ones, people getting video of their sweet BMX line or something. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but also like, you know, the, the nuclear bomb, terrible thing nuclear power arguably you know uh, a good thing depending on who you, who you ask i guess mm-hmm. um but these things have two two sides of the of the coin to them you know it's like how it's and it's like anything the intent for how it's used like a lot of people would say technology is sort of inert uh but the people who decide how to use that technology that's what makes it bad or good so like is our drones bad like yes if it's an army of uh perverts who are just filming women through the window yeah if that's all they were used for yeah okay sure but i mean clearly that's just some small portion uh of the population going to do things like that a lot of people are going to use them for all kinds of other things and a lot of useful things too much like um, smartphones, but, 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 I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess think about it this way. Like, we, you know, we've had guns. Arguably, at one point, they were a new technology, and I'm sure people were f- fearful that everyone would have them and shoot each other. And then That wasn't know. arguable. <laughs> what? Or, well, at one point, they were uh, new technology. No, I, no. Okay. So, sorry. At one point, they were <laughs> new technology, and people might be saying, geez, it'd be really bad if everyone had one of these. And then I think they're more like America. America happens, a country where it's your God-given right to carry a firearm. And, you know, we have countries that say, like Canada that we live in, who limit our ability to obtain firearms. And I guess, like, there's a sense that, you know, this is a dangerous technology, but we have it and it's kind of too late. And like, do you think, I don't know, it's like, you might be okay with people doing crack cocaine, but you're not going to leave it around your house for your kids to use. Like, you do have some sort of morality around, like, you do feel something about it and you do make value decisions about it and drones seem like awesome and terrifying which makes me feel like what what do what do we think is the best position for us to be thinking about drones like very very dangerous and so should people be able to be hobbyists and build their own drones or should that be like a thing you got to register in the drone registry and which drone racing is becoming like a thing that's where cool. <laughs> apparently there's leagues and they're like super fast drones and they fly around stadiums and it looks like it looks like video game space racing like that's what it looks like they go through these brightly lit colored rings and that's, yeah that that's innocuous awesome. i and see i don't i don't mind that it is it, a lot it's, of innocuous stuff right exactly it's but getting to what bo uh, was saying it's like i feel like for instance, 
we are products of our time, which is a time of, of peace, stability in our country and this sort of thing. After the Second World War, during the Cold War, for many years, like decades, people lived in constant terror of nukes being dropped on their heads. Like just like they there was all sorts of uh, drills. Uh, people just felt at any time the world could end. Now – we don't live in that, and so we just see the drones as a tool or whatever. And I don't normally like to fear monger because I'm generally a you know hope and hopeful, t- optimistic type of guy. But in the case of drones, like I just I just realized that like if I was in a country that was in any sort of conflict, like already your have and have not countries are in. Uh, un, you know, or unfairly balanced, right? Like it's so. So if a have country decides it's going to invade a have not country, it it's you know it's going to have bigger guns, it's going to have bigger tanks, it's going to have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But now it has like it, it doesn't even have to send in its own army. It can just send in these drones and like essentially eradicate a have not country without setting a boot on the ground more or less like we're going to get there at one point even if we're not there now so uh, it, to me that's what i find kind of troubling about this whole thing is is just like is projecting the future and and by looking at the present i think it's possible to extrapolate that 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 if i was not in a sort of peaceful situation right now drones could be even scarier than they already are and for whatever reason i find them i don't i don't know if scary is the right word but, but whatever but it's it's interesting that you bring up the like new stick because you know that's not new like being that because it could if a you know after post world war 2 a couple of countries like two could have decided to wipe another one off the face of the earth without setting foot in it by dropping nukes on them. Like that existed since then, you know, like just being that there are more like robot or drones that go in and drop the bomb instead of someone flying the plane. Like it's, it's almost like splitting hairs difference. Uh, there's, 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 there's a massive mass imbalance in, in the world in terms of country powers. Like I grant, granted, but coming back to like, so, so that's the, you know, military side of like drones, but most drones are not capable of carrying a weapon. Like they're they're super lightweight things because in order for these things to fly, they need to weigh almost nothing. And mostly they just carry cameras because now cameras can weigh almost nothing. And I, I think that having a big drone that can carry a gun or something, like you need a pretty big one. And for sure, governments are regulating those. There's always talk about regulating drones and having to like take courses on how to safely operate bigger drones and things like that. But these yeah. little ones that just hover, they, you know, they, they can only fly for a couple of minutes or something like that. And when you see how they're marketed, you know, and this is trying to find a positive angle, when you see how they're marketed, it's usually around people doing active things. And it almost connects back to how we live in this socially integrated online and connected society right so you want to go out skiing you need to have your your sweet gopro footage but now you can do one better you can get your drone behind you and then you you know you have a video of you skiing or whatever and you upload it to facebook and everyone's like well that's cool uh and or whatever it is you know so in some ways i'm like the marketing is encouraging you know active living and this kind of thing and 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 if anything it's just saying like and connect it to your friend like we take video of everything i'm not saying that's a good thing but i'm saying that's for sure the era we live in, you know, everything's video on Facebook or whatever. And if it's not, it's like, you know, analog. <laughs> right. And so, so you think that like my, let's say my fear is that, I don't know, 
I have an abusive partner and we have a child, like a young baby, a newborn baby, and we have to separate and I get custody of the baby. I don't have to be afraid that, um, you know, my ex is going to get a baby stealing drone and come steal my baby with the drone. And then we go to court and then we're trying to accuse them of stealing the baby with the drone. And and then she's being obstinate. And so the prosecutor's like, maybe the drone ate your baby. <laughs> that, was a long, that, was a, that was a long walk to get to my punchline. That was a long <laughs> walk. That was a long walk. It was worth it, though. All right. Uh, um, you guys ready yeah, for that? That extremely hypothetical situation is long ways off. The, the, baby, the baby stealing implications are real. Also, it would have to have the capacity to eat the baby. Yeah, well, yeah. Those you need its own digestive system. At, at which point, if we have flying drones with digestive systems, then we're all fucked. <laughs> Did you ever find out what the Skynet date was, my friend? Yeah, so they because they rebooted the continuity on oh, that stupid... That's a cop-out. Yeah, well, it's 1997. Uh, where it first goes online. Really? Yeah, that's when I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. It's 1997. Well, Termi- you know, Terminator 2 came out, what, in 92 or something? It was a- if there's anything I've learned about sci-fi, if you're writing it, make the date further ahead than you think it's <laughs> like, you Because at one point years, you're going to catch up and people are going to be like, oh, what the fuck, dude? It's, it's best to be dead. You know, like that's what you should – if you're writing sci-fi, you should be like, I should be dead when I'm making these predictions because I don't want to eat crow. Yeah, the uh the, anyway, they rebooted everything recently and made it like what is it, 2017? I'll see, still. No, look, look. We just need to make a new category called alternate future history science fiction where, you know, cuz there's already science fiction, you know, books from the past, right? That are still readable, I assume. <laughs> yeah like 1984 is unreadable now because yeah, it didn't set it on fire I, you know i just can't suspend my disbelief 1984 happened there's some sweet music and lots of cocaine and the reagan wasn't it, sucked wasn't it bad music i think it's coming back i think people are starting to like it again you know how really? you know how human beings are you know what's coming back verdicts hey look bo yeah, I let's still do it. oh damn it dude Way to steal my hosting thunder. Okay, let's get the farm animals in here. Um, it was a good, it was a good segue though. I'll give you one sheep. Farm. All right, it's verdict time. Uh, who wants to take the first? Me first. Okay, go. I'll jump into this one. I feel like this one's somewhat easy for me. I was gonna go ahead and say drones bullshit. So, like, I mean, like any technology, they'll have positive applications and negative applications and intent, you know, intents the whole shebang. Uh, Are the AIs eventually going to take over the world and use them, their hovery blades to kill us all? Like, maybe. Uh, But that's probably a long way off. We'll be dead before that happens. It's just like, do we need these things? Are they important? Like, no. But is anything, uh, or is any of our stupid technology important? Is Facebook <laughs> important? Like, no, it's not. But is it a thing? Do we all use it? Yes. You know, it's it's a bullshit thing. And, and drones are bullshit things. Like, yeah, if you like having someone, a little camera follow you while you're rock climbing, great. If you just like rock climbing, that's great too. Like, who cares? And, you know, at the moment... <laughs> And and, it, and it, honestly, and, and and for the war applications, like 
if I'm like in Af- Afghanistan and a bomb drops on my, you know, house and kills my whole family and I look up and be like, oh, God, I wish it had been a person who dropped that bomb instead of it. Who cares? You know, you're going to be warfare is warfare. If it's a person that drops your bomb and kills your family or if it's a machine, like the devastation is the same. You know, like whatever. It, it, that That's little change for me. Anyways, it's a bullshit thing. Bo, you want to go next? Your host. I haven't been last in a little while, but I, I am host. So good on you for having the producer hat of having the voice variety. I will go next. You're such a professional, Crofton. I rank your professionalism as good. All right. Um, so drones are super awesome. Uh, so I kind of was really poking holes in it through the whole conversation. But the idea that, you know, was we covered before that you can get all this mobile technology into the small thing and help blanket the earth in the Internet and, and use it to deliver goods. And who else? Like racing was an awesome thing I never even considered. Like that's kind of a fun recreational thing. There's a lot of fun, cool things. And I think doing fun and cool things is a great reason to, 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 to be into something or continue developing it. So I like the idea. And, and you know, our drones may kind of suck and be lightweight now, but we may eventually get to the point where we can slap a seat on it and we can develop, you know, a new kind of mode of transportation. Uh, maybe maybe drones are the pathway to the flying car. And I don't know, cars are kind of an abomination, but flying cars seems cool now, so I'm going to be for it. Uh, also, blanketing the earth and the internet will also help the, the hive mind once we eventually get it in terms of being able to communicate all kinds of mind information all across the globe. So I also think the future of drones is very bright. So drones, they get a thumbs up from me. Good. Except except I, I think the military use of drones is pretty shitty. Because um, you want to say, yes, you're, not, you're preventing the loss of life of your own soldiers, but you're not anteing up anything for the war. So there's something that's really shitty there and you're devastating like it's like we're saving lives our soldiers don't die because we just shoot them from the sky what do you think the military is going to do with the hive mind you're so excited about arriving you think they're just going to go oh we won't get involved in that like jeez come on you can't tease those things apart yeah also also Mm. way to be like oh it's good but oh but i'm gonna segue you know i'm gonna take out this one part i don't like and and just mention it on the side like i gotta mention the like the you know, I, I'm with Mike. So you're in, saying that's good, too. You can't just, like... I guess it technically saves more lives in the net balance of things if you're a dispassionate jerkhole that only looks at the world through numbers, but... Uh, yeah, so, okay, it it, this is funny because we're going to have the full spread here. I think drones are bad. Can you say Pardon me? Did you say VR was good? VR is good. Oh, I said, I said, but I, I said AI was bad. I was the only yeah, one that I had know. the, yeah, but the I balls know. to say that. Um, so here's the thing. The, both Bo and Mike have been extremely facetious in their answers, making lots of jokes and stuff like that. I, I like for whatever reason, drones bug me. And this is one of those ones that I'm not – a decision is sort of like – 
a gut decision and less based on a sizable amount of ev- evidence. There's there's something that makes me uneasy about drones. When Mike gives his example about like people's houses being bombed by a machine as opposed to a person, I think that there's something to be said where somebody has to make that decision in person, be there and see what they've wrought when they when they leave as opposed to sitting in an office somewhere and pressing a button and dropping a bomb. I also don't I th- I think Bo's like anti, you know, you, you want to anti in something. I sort of agree with that to a certain extent when it comes to warfare. It's like to be like we're going to remotely invade this country because we have the capacity. You're probably great for your country, but it that is that cold inhumane aspect that 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 makes me scared about where we're going as a species and then then to add in that Mike's point about giving the legs or arms to our future AI overlord. Uh, I, I do. I do think this is this is one of those cases where the short term benefits of drones, which I see is few and far between. Honestly, all the little things that we talked about, silly little drone races, or even the Wi-Fi hotspots. We have Wi-Fi hotspots without needing drones. We don't somehow my packages get delivered without drones. Like, I mean, I understand that it's, it's, it allows you to take maybe some artsier shots with your camera than you would be able to otherwise. But that alone is not enough for me to elevate what could be terrifying future implications to even bullshit. So for that reason, I am going to say Drones are bad, and as soon as I finish speaking, Mike Hodgins is going to jump in. So feel free go now. No, actually, I'm going to jump in, but I just want to. I just want because you cut off Mike. I just want to. I know, but I want to just you know a little mention uh, just to make us all laugh a little bit. Uh, Buster from Arrested Development notably was a drone operator for a while. I do remember. I had that scene played out in my mind a little bit in the new season of Arrested Development. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, you know, so, you know, um, and because it's like he's super into it and everyone else is depressed about killing people because he thinks it's just a video game. Um, but because that got me thinking, we didn't mention it. Also, a little mention VR because when Mike said VR, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can strap on a VR headset fly up on yeah. my drone and interact with the world through my I drone. I like such a cop-out that you, that you see those things as <laughs> wholly different. I see them as very similar. Yeah. But- see, here, here's the thing. I will point out, we're going to have to set ground rules about after verdicts. Because after this is starting to drive me insane. I, in particular, can't deliver a verdict without one, especially Mike, or both of you, like commenting on it a zillion times. My verdict is laid. Well, Crofton, you know, maybe if you had better verdicts, we had a whole show to discuss it. (laughs) I'd like to point out the two things I mentioned didn't critique your your verdict at all. I'm just saying I want to I want to bring back the silos of verdicts. Once we enter verdict territory, this is our space. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't interrupt. afterwards and stuff i would just remind all of us and our listeners that this is all conversation and conversations don't end it's not like you're ever just like i mean we cast a verdict but i'm sure a lot of the show ends we invite our listeners to, to writing with their comments and i often think and revisit my you know ideas afterwards anyways all right well speaking of revisiting ideas we'd love for you my to revisit the idea you both make good points incidentally um, about better. about how our verdicts uh, should be, you know, taken. Um, but if you want to send us your thoughts about drones, we want to hear from you. Do you own a drone? Do you want to tell us we're right for thinking they're stupid or are wrong you in for love thinking with they're the good? Drone? Are you in love with it? Are you going to marry a drone? Um, 
you know, oh. did a drone eat your baby? Uh, email us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. Are you listening to the show and want to find out more about us, like how to figure out where to subscribe to the show and interact with the show in a more meaningful way? Go to goodbadbull.com. There, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull. Find out when new shows get posted. We have a subreddit. There's nobody really posting in there. So if you want to be a pioneer in our subreddit, please visit our subreddit. I think it's reddit.com slash, what is it, you for the subreddit? Or slash, no, it's you. <laughs> slash r slash uh, goodbadbull. And we have a YouTube page for those video editions of the show where you can see our sweet, sexy, non-robotic faces at youtube.com slash goodbadbullshow. All right. Now, as Crofton always says, we're individuals of an individual nature. That's trademarked by Crofton, but I just... I'm just talking and stuff's coming out and things Not are being Not when the Hiveline comes, so will all be one. <laughs> well, until that time, you can find them at certain places. Uh, let's start today with Crofton. Crofton, where can our lovely listeners find your lovely business that you're up to? Well, they can find me at Crofton Steers on Twitter, but they already knew that because their drone is hovering outside my window window with a telescopic lens. So kiss my ass, drone operator. <laughs> okay, and Michael, if our listeners want to find out more about you, where can they find you? I just like to point out that drone operator has a lot of time on his hands and be like, oh, God, this guy's sitting at his computer again. Yeah, he's <laughs> Crofton, you can't even give your show? Twiddle. Does he not realize he has no listeners? <laughs> Crofton, you can't even give your twiddle, Twitter hand. Handle with, without my having something to say. Yeah, where can they find you? ML Hodgins. But yeah, I would prefer if you just surveil me with a drone. I would, it, you know, you'll get a lot more understanding of what my life's really like than you will through social media, which is a bunch of shit. Oh, that's a pioneering viewpoint. What about- you could upload his child's photos to the internet because he doesn't do it, so invade his privacy that way. Yeah, come and drone me. All right, <laughs> Bo. Where are you? Bo, stop droning on. Take you can it. find Bo in the hive mine. No, you can find me on the Twitter, at Bo Schwartz, and there you'll find all the stuff that I do. Good, bad, bullshit, the exclamation mark podcast. We posted a new episode, and we did a dialogue tree all about the MMO FPS. So check that out. It's a great little show. Um, it's at true. Bo Schwartz. Uh, we don't Twitter. plug that enough. We, Bo and I do another show, for those yeah. of you who are just listening so to the So we need, time. you know, like, we have... Hi, listeners here. If you like video games, go listen to that show. We drone on for an hour and a half every two weeks. (laughs) I just made that joke. I I just made it. But see, I said to drone over to your house to find out what all your jokes were so I could steal them. Privacy invaded. God damn it. Yeah. I hate you guys. I'm sorry. Dude, we love you, man. We The only reason why that we have things to say when you have things to say is because the things you say are so good. I uh, know, I disagree. It's because you're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Mike would be able to let that slide. <laughs> will be a giant disaster. It's like a, a billion <laughs> doing all at the same time. It would be awful. 
Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.